Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Nurse Blake, and welcome to episode six of the Nurse Blake podcast. This episode is all about life on the night shift, and of course, I'm here with my amazing husband, Brett, with two T's. Oh, wow. I love that intro. Thanks, babe. You are my amazing husband because it is our five-year wedding anniversary. This week. I'm so excited. I know. Happy wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, baby. We've yeah. been together for 10 years. I know. It's been a long time. Married for five. And for as many times, whether it's food or coffee, that I like always change what I like, I'm very shocked and surprised, happily surprised that I've been in love with you for so long. Thank Amazing. goodness. Amazing. Thank goodness. You do. You change your um, your likes all the time, but that's one of the things I love about you. It's always something new and fresh and... Uh, but yeah, luckily you've, you're still in love with me. <laughs> you're my one constant in my life. I'll, I'll take it. I love it. And you are rocking these amazing Target pajamas. Podcast is not sponsored by Target. Uh, that would be amazing. So if you are Target, definitely if you want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> um, he is rocking this lovely dark blue, navy blue shower robe that is not quite long enough for his long arms they're like capris for, <laughs> for arms. <my> arms. <laughs> and then looking on the inside of the robe, he's rocking this amazing SpongeBob graphic tee um, with SpongeBob and his friend Patrick. Patrick. Oh, I love SpongeBob so much. You love that show. This is like my favorite. I'm so glad that we're dressing in pajamas or robes, I guess. For our night shift episode. It's going to be a great episode. We are going to talk about what life was like for me on the night shift, what I liked, what I didn't like so much, how life was like for us when I was working on the night shift, and also read some stories that you all submitted. Lots to talk about. But first, we need to get to my robe. Let's talk about Blake's fit. So he is wearing this oversized, stuffed, carpet-lined, beautiful robe. This thing is thick. It is stunning, <laughs> popping collars. And on the inside, underneath this chain that apparently he wears it to sleep, he's got this incredible vintage Mickey Mouse tee, fitted, looking sharp. Thank you. We look so good going to bed. We're going to look so good going to bed tonight. I've never been this dressed up to go to sleep. M me neither. People that wear pajamas like to bed, I I've never done that so. it's too much work no just like a t-shirt and that's yeah, just crawl in yeah <laughs> just <go to> sleep. <laughs> that's it's so much work but you look good 10 out of 10 thanks baby you're a 10 out of 10 too oh my god thank you so much so talking about and thinking back to our wedding since it's been five years we were currently living in houston texas at the time and we didn't want um our family to have to travel out to houston for our wedding so right. we decided to hold it in orlando where we're from we rented a really cute restaurant in Winter Park, Florida. It was actually from my friend Blake who owned the restaurant and we went to elementary school together. We didn't always, we weren't always friends because we would always go against each other head to head in the elementary school talent shows. <laughs> I would always sing the boy band music and he would always sing the ja Michael Jackson music. And it was always a thing like Blake versus Blake during the fourth grade talent oh show. Oh my gosh, I can picture see. that. That's so funny. But he was so nice to rent us his restaurant for a wedding, really small venue. And um, so we decided to have our wedding there. Nothing was really planned. Nothing in our life is really planned. And I remember the night we flew into Orlando, we didn't even have our suits. 
So driving to our hotel, we stopped at a men's warehouse that was <laughs> luckily open. We shut it down. We shut them <laughs> down and we didn't even have time to get them altered. So it was like whatever fit us at the time. Which is a challenge for me. Especially. I know. And we found something. We did. Yeah. And it looked kind of good. I thought we looked cute. I thought we looked good. And we matched. It was adorable. Gray slacks. Yep. White gray shirt. Slacks, white shirt. Black jacket. Black tie, I think. Yeah. I think we, uh, yeah. Didn't we do ties? A long yeah. tie. Yeah. Super cute. It was cute. And um, we stayed at this little hotel right across from the venue, a really old historic hotel. It was so small. Brett couldn't even stand up in it straight. Yeah, I couldn't stand up in the bathroom. And all the doors were maybe six feet tall. So it was a little awkward. Had a duck. It was a little awkward, but it was one of those hotels. Like I know every time I visit New York City, um, when I'm on the toilet, my feet are in the bathtub. You know what I'm saying? Like they're that, they're that <laughs> they're small. small. That's why oh I'm not even gosh. joking. Like that is a thing. Uh, for, well, for me. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. And I remember we went to the venue at like three to go scope it out. And we didn't even plan for a ceremony or anything. But I did know that my best friend, Alex, uh, she was going to be our um, officiant, officiant wedding officiant. And um, we did, we saw the venue at three. We're like, oh, this is cute. Like, there's enough space for some chairs to have a really cute ceremony. Yeah. But we didn't have any vows written or anything. Nothing. So us. So we went back to our hotel, took a nap, and woke up. And luckily, there were like the hotel had like these really cute notepads, and we just wrote our vows on those. It was so cute. I know it worked out. It always works out. We are never planned for stuff. We're the type of people that will just like book a trip to a city if we want to go on vacation and just figure it out when we get there. And it's always worked out. It's always fun. I have a great time. Yeah. People say I loved her. It was the only wedding that was like under $5,000 because weddings are so expensive. I think we only spent like three grand or something. We had 50 people. Yep. Food. Full bar. Drinks. DJ. Yep. It was a deal. Thanks to Alex for not uh, charging us to be our wedding officiant. Thank you, Alex. Very nice. Well, and then you were the wedding officiant for, for her. her wedding. I which know. Which is so cute. A few years later. It's so cute. Yeah, I love, I love it. Oh, so that was our wedding under five grand. I love it. Happy anniversary. I would do it again. Oh my gosh. Uh, with you. With you. Oh. With oh, you. Right, we will right, have right. to renew our vows. That would be nice. For oh, sure. That would be fun. It'd be fun. Maybe at maybe, ten years. Yeah, another five years. That'd yeah, be fun. Something. We can maybe do a little bigger. Fun. Next I time. Love that. A fun. little more planned. I love it. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> well, let's talk about the night shift. That's why we're rocking these amazing Target pajamas. I've been in healthcare over 10 years, and about three of those years have been on the night shift. I actually started on the night shift when I was in nursing school. I worked night shift as a patient care tech in the neuro ICU in Orlando. Um, but I was only working part-time, so it was about two nights a week. But I was also balancing school. Yeah. And I was working at Disney yep. at the same time, which you was busy. kind of days. And this is when we had started dating. We were getting into, you know, two years of being together. Um, it was definitely hard and challenging because nursing school takes up all your time. But what I really liked about being a patient care tech is I got so much good hands-on experience, like talking with the nurses and caring for patients. But it definitely was challenging on the night shift. So my shift was 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Um, doing blood sugars, helping turn the patients, clean the patients, whatever the nurses kind of needed help with. But it was hard staying awake Around that 2, 3 a.m. hour is definitely the hardest. So you ask someone to make coffee. 
do some jumping jacks to stay. And it's so cold. Oh my gosh, it's so cold on the night shift. Were the, you the cold one? Yeah, yeah. I'm either uh, the hot one or the cold one. I'm like Katy Perry. It's hot and you're cold. <laughs> yes and you're no. That's <laughs> that's totally me. But what's so nice is the warm blankets. There's always some blankets in the blanket warmer that you can grab. In a, but if you take a blanket from the blanket warmer, you better fill it up. With some other blankets. Yeah, because I think those are for the patients. Yes. Right? Oh, okay. And it's never okay. fun when a patient needs a, a warm blanket and there's none in the, the blanket bet. warmer. I bet. But uh, yeah, so that was when I was in nursing school working the night shift. And my first nursing job um, was on the night shift. And what I like about the night shift is there's no administration around which is really cool. And it gives you a little more time to learn because you don't have so many staff members, you know, keeping you really busy on the floor. It's really you, your preceptor and your patient. So you just have a lot more opportunity to learn and observe and practice things and not be so busy during the day. That doesn't mean night shift doesn't get busy because night shift can get busy. Um, but what's really good is all the teamwork. Because you don't have all the other ancillary staff, um, you really become really close to your team. You have to rely on each other and trust each other and be there for each other. Because um, day shift, you, you have people around that could, you know, help and jump in. That makes sense. But on the night shift, you have to do everything. Because during the day, you think you have social worker, you have care coordinators, you got your managers, the executives, you have PT, OT, speech. Oh, that makes sense. Transports there. You know, you have the whole team. So so would you say that uh, a typical patient has more things scheduled? Because like if they have PT or x-ray or whatever, they're typically doing that during the day shift? Yes. So, But you have more one-on-one time with your patients, would you say, when you're on night shift? Uh, yeah, you do, for sure. I mean, you have to be, that you're there with them right. a lot more because during the day, PT comes in, OT comes in, speech comes in. You know, they're seeing a lot of people, you know, during gotcha. the day. But when you want to, you know, care for your patient or do a procedure or something on them during the day, they may be busy with PT or OT, so then that gets delayed. And you're trying to juggle all the 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 schedule of all the other, you know, staff members trying to see your patient too, which, which is good because they are there to help. They could do things for you. We're on the night shift. It's kind of you and the patient. So you pretty much do everything. However, the patient's typically sleeping mostly Convenient. during those times, <laughs> you know, but that isn't to say there isn't a lot of stuff that needs to be done. That isn't to say that Shit could still hit, hit the fan sure. because it gets it gets pretty wild on the night shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I bet. Would you say that um, most night shifts have the same number of patients as day shift? Like your patient staff Great ratio? Great question. No, no, no. That patient staff ratio will go up. Uh, so typically they'll tell you like, oh, well, on day shift, it's like four to one, four patients to one nurse. But on the night shift, it's slower. So you have seven to one. And you're like... What? Wow. <laughs> I remember my first nursing job. It was supposed to be like four to one on day shift and night shift like five to one. It's like, what? I got six to one, seven to one. So um, they say it's slower, but it doesn't mean it's slower. The hallways are just a little more empty at night. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I could see how because there's less scheduled that they could think that they could give you another patient too, but yeah. you still have a ton to care for. Yeah, a lot wow. to do. Do you still have like the assistants and whatnot typically at night? 
Not really. I was lucky enough to have patient care techs or mm. CNAs that are very helpful. I want to shout out to all the PCTs and CNAs out there. Being a PC, being a patient care tech in the past, I definitely appreciate them and definitely will go out of my way, you know, to help them out. But it is nice having, you know, PCTs and CNAs there for you, but they're not always there on the night shift because, again, hospitals think, oh, it's slow at... <laughs> These executives don't even try to come and see what it's like on the night shift. You know, whenever there's meetings or parties, it's all during the day. Right. You know, if they need to talk to a night shifter, they don't come and talk to us at night. It's we have to go back during the day, during the office hours. So a lot of people don't really know what it's like working on the night shift. So so sometimes, yeah, there are not the same numbers of PCTs or CNAs on the night shift. Yeah, that could pile up really fast, yeah, especially when, you know, somebody says it's quiet. You never say it's <laughs> quiet. If you are a new nurse out there, never say the Q word, never say the S word. Slow? Yes. Yes. Quiet or slow because it will get wild. It'll get crazy. Oh, and full moons. Oh, avoid full moons. You do not want to work a full moon. You want to get your schedule in advance. You want to compare that to the moon calendar um, <laughs> and definitely make sure you are off during a full moon because um, it's interesting working a full moon. And night shift nurses, no. Like some people are like, I don't believe in that. <laughs> okay, work a night shift on a full moon and you will believe that the night shift um, will give you some extra drama for sure. I remember when you would come home from your first nursing job on yeah. the night shift and you would be talking about, oh my God, it was the a full, full moon, moon today. That's a thing. Also holidays, like 4th of July, New Year's Eve, I mean, on the night shift, the, those also are pretty wild. Yeah. Would you, um, here's a question then, things like emergency room or the ED, are they busier at night because there's a lot of drunken accidents and other... Yeah, it's definitely a different kind of busy. Mm -hmm. I would say more, you know traumas not that traumas right. don't come during the day uh, but yeah it gets interesting at night i bet i like working the night shift i do some. Um, i did some nights you let's just put it out there you loved night shift i love the night shift i enjoyed it so much i love the vibe i love the teamwork i just love the feeling of like caring for patients when the whole world is asleep um I also, in nursing school, I stayed up and studied, you know, till 2 a.m., 3 a.m., those freaking care plans. And um, so I've just, I've always been a night person. I hate waking up in the morning. That is like the worst. Uh, but I did switch to day shift, you know, because we really weren't seeing each other. And it was definitely a little bit of a hindrance on our relationship. And I'll explain that. Um, definitely to, to my fault because working on the night shift definitely makes me moody and grout. I love it on the night shift, but switching back to days like normal life, I would definitely be moody and grouchy. Do you want to talk if, about it? Sure. Let's, let's talk let's about let's it. So it. if I'm working three night shifts in a row and I'm off for like, let's say two days, I don't want to waste a day or two sleeping. Like if I get home... It's like 8 a.m. in the morning for my three-night shifts. I want to get up at noon. If it's nice outside, I want to go to the beach. I want to yeah. go to the theme parks. I want to hang out with my man. So I would tell him, like, babe, I'm off, so make sure I'm up at noon. Like, make sure I'm up at noon. And he'd be like, okay, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, I don't want to waste the whole day sleeping. Or else I'll sleep till 6 p.m. Right. So I'm like, babe, wake me up. So I would go in. Baby, it's 12 o'clock. Get up. Time to get up. 
and I'd be like, get out of here. I'm trying to sleep. Leave me alone. I don't remember saying these things. He'd be mean. I would definitely be, but I wouldn't remember it. Like I'm, I'm mid sleep. I'm out of it. And then I'd go back to sleep till like 6 p.m. And I'd be like, baby, you didn't wake me up. He'd be like, oh no, I tried to wake you up. But I'm like, you have to make sure I'm standing. You have to make sure I'm on my feet in my the bad. shower. My bad. Yeah, it's it's really tough because I mean, I love the fact that you wanted to like do things with me during the day, but you got to give your your body that time to rest. And the one piece of advice I always give spouses of anyone going on night shift is don't wake them up. Yes. Let them set an alarm. Don't let don't let them put the onus on you to wake up because at the end of the day it's kind of a lose lose situation. But it's really sweet that you want to get up. It's just it's a, it's tough. You've been working. Yeah, for, I mean, even if you get up at noon, I'm definitely in a mood that whole day. And you're I don't know about y'all that work the night shift, but when I get home from the night shift, I am bloated. I don't know. It must, <laughs> <laughs> it must have to be with the snacks I'm eating or being on like a weird sleep schedule. But I, you never like really feel good oh. when you like wake up. From it's the hard night on shift. your body because so you're trying hard on to your switch. Body. I mean, do do some night shifters just try to stay on a night shift schedule? The OG night shifters that have done it for 20, 30 years, most of them don't like switch back and forth. They are like, I keep my same schedule. I am up at night. I will go to Walmart and do all my grocery shopping at 3 a.m. And that's like their life. They like it. A lot of um, parents like it because they could be there, you know, for their kids like during the day um, at school and stuff. That's cool. Some people do like to switch. Like I always like to switch my schedule, but not every hospital or facility has like a day shift and a night shift. Sometimes they switch. Wow. They flop. Like they do two weeks on days, two weeks on nights. It's like a swing shift. That's tough. That's rough. That is not easy. Do you think maybe that's because they didn't have enough people that would just work night shifts so they're like well everybody's gonna have to work sometime that's a good point so most hospitals to get people to work the night shift they offer a differential so this is extra money to work on the night shift and some hospitals it's like a dollar or two extra an hour some it's like four to six dollars extra an hour that adds up Real fast. That's a car payment. At, at least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you work, if you plan out your money and you're working nights, weekends, which is an extra differential to work the weekend. Okay. And then a holiday, even extra money. Like oh, you're making that you're, CNO money. You're planning your trips. <laughs> oh, you are making money. You're even making more than the CNO that week. Um, no, totally. So, but not every facility offers a differential. So how else would they get people to work the night shift? Which is why I I think that they mandate the swing shifts. Swing shifts, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. There's other, I think there's like some police departments and I've even heard fire departments that will do swing yeah. shifts like that where it's two weeks on, two weeks off. And that's really hard on you. It's not good on my body. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So some other things I liked about night shift was definitely no management around. Such a plus because it's so much more chill. It's definitely a chill vibe. If your hospital has a strict dress code, you got to keep that dress code during the day. But at night, you know, you could kind of loosen that up a little bit, have a little more fun with what you're wearing. Um, And definitely uh, teamwork, incredible, amazing during the night shift. Not to say that teamwork isn't amazing during the day, but because of the lack of staff that you have around on your unit, you definitely lean on each other to get through the nights. That's cool. Um, you get better parking. 
Oh, yeah. At some facilities. So sure. during the day, you think you have five times more people, you know, at a hospital nine to five. So typically the day shift nurses sometimes even have to park off site. I know here in Florida, at some hospitals, you park off site and have to catch a bus. Wow. And you can't clock in until you get on your unit. You could Ooh. be waiting for a bus or a train. That ain't, there should be clocks at the bus station, at the train station. In Houston, you got to park off-site and then um, take in the, the train f- from the medical center. Well, we've had some friends, too, that also, if they wanted to park at the hospital, they had to pay for parking. Oh, money. That's ridiculous. It's out of your paycheck. That's ridiculous. That comes out of your paycheck. That's not cool. You are so blessed to work here because we are going to give you a parking spot. But you have to pay for it. It's $200 a month. <laughs> it's expensive. It is not cheap. Wow. For sure. So like in Texas, uh, working at the medical center in Houston, we had to park offsite and then be bused in. But because there's more spots available at night, you typically get to park on site, which is- That's nice. That's, that's a, a plus. huge perk. That right saves there. you 20, 30 minutes on each yeah. end, depending on what the process is for transportation. That's pretty cool. Um, hospital cafeterias aren't always open 24-7. They kind of forget about the night shifters that way. Uh, I did work at one hospital in Greenville that had a Starbucks that was open 24-7. That's pretty tight. So all my night shift differential, you know, it went to my Starbucks. Oh, I thought you told me there wasn't a differential. That's why you weren't bringing home at FedEx. <laughs> oh, I see where it was going. It was going to Starbucks. Yeah, sometimes you don't even have to tell your spouse you're getting that differential and just save that money for yourself. Put a little side, it's like side a little hustle. Secret. It's you almost like a side hustle. That. Oh my gosh, it is like having a lost side hustle. <laughs> don't tell your spouse. Collecting that night shift differential. Yeah, tell them they don't offer diff. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, some other pluses and minuses are definitely what I liked. Um, what else? Staff meetings. Oh, those are the worst. I couldn't stand. So when you work the night shift and they have a staff meeting, they typically make it mandatory during the day at like 11 p.m. And they don't care if you just got off work and you're going to work that same day. Staff meetings. So why can't they have them closer to like shift change? Is it because there's too much, everyone's too busy kind of coordinating that shift change? Because typically it'd be like at like, 11 a.m. or noon would be the staff meetings. I remember you'd have to go in on. Because all the nurses would kind of be off the floor in the meetings, so no one would be there to care for the patients. Right. But they should have some at night. They should go back and forth. Mandatory staff meeting during the day and a mandatory staff meeting at night. They should. Also, parties. If they ever throw a party for the staff, it's typically during the day shift. So night shift gets, you know, the leftover pizza box. And there's always drama by how messy the break room is because some people be like night shift leaves their crap everywhere <laughs> and then it's like night shift's like day shift just leaves their crap everywhere like they're so messy <laughs> and night shift's like well the cafeteria's <laughs> open so I wouldn't have to bring my own stuff it's so funny I definitely I definitely love that but you always have to support the other shift on the other side coming behind you so of course because at the end of the day you're all you're all a team you may not work together at the same shift but you're all caring for the same patients and, and it's stuff. smart because not only are they coming in behind you, but they also came in before you. So you right. want to encourage them to give you nice handoffs. Right, for sure. Mm-hmm. Handoffs are super Full important. Full circle. Full circle. And it's always great when you're, you know, you're giving handoff to a nurse and you're, you're back and you're caring for the same patients. That's cool. Which is really, really nice. That's cool. So, um, oh, yeah. So you could, so they could hand off the patient to you and then the very next morning 
you could be handing it back to them. Yeah, which is really Super a good cool. flow. In terms of scheduling, do they ever try to do that on purpose? Yeah, that- no, to, not in terms of scheduling, but uh, assignments, patient assignments. Like if they know you're working three days in a row, typically, depending on the assignment, they will try to keep you on that same assignment which is really nice. Okay. Or if it was like a super wild shift and it was so tiring and you want to switch, like sometimes it'll be accommodating. Be like, you need a break and have this assignment. If you have a patient that's really requiring a lot of resources. Yeah, or it's just a lot, you know, emotionally draining or something. You know, that's why having a good charge nurse, being good friends with your charge nurse. And in charge nurses really knowing what's going on in the unit. You know, charge nurses make a lot of those those decisions to really how that shift is going to be running that Can you day. explain what a charge nurse is? I don't 100% know. Yeah. Is it a manager or is it a staff nurse with charge positioning? Uh, typically, it's a staff nurse that's been assigned to be a charge nurse. Okay. So sometimes I think you can get a little extra pay to be a charge nurse. Um, and then they are responsible for the unit or the shift that day. Okay. So they are managing the assignments. Sometimes, depending on where you work, charge nurses will also take on a patient load, which is oh wow, not the safest or the best because right. they're caring for patients and can't be there for the staff that needs them. So it's always go working at a facility where the charge nurse doesn't have a load. That makes sense. And then you have your assistant nurse managers and your nurse managers that go to all the meetings. So what do they do if they're not like in charge of like assigning? So they're in charge of like the policies. They're in charge of, you know, the more like the schedule and stuff, the nurse schedule. Because the schedule is like when everyone works. The assignment is by the charge nurse. These are the patients. These are the nurses coming on and assigning, you know, the shift order. That makes what sense. What nurse is going to okay. care for the patients. And also, do they like supplies and all that other like managerial type stuff? Yeah. There are some awesome nurse assistant managers out there. There are awesome nurse managers that are out there that wear scrubs, that will help you out when you need it, that'll even take a patient when it gets, you know, really wild. So shout out to all the amazing and incredible charge nurses, assistant nurse managers, and nurse managers out there. Because Especially, you know, with COVID and working short-staffed, it's so important to be able to have a whole team that works together and is able to pick up slack, you know, when it's needed. Yeah. And I feel that, you know, it's it's good for a manager to be able to work a night shift and experience what it's like on the night shift. Because most times, you know, the manager roles are in the morning, nine to five. If you have an awesome manager, they'll still later, they'll stay late, they'll check in with their team. But it's always good to have a manager that's able to see, you know, what night shift life is like too. So they're not there during night shift, typically. No, you may have, depending on the facility, an assistant nurse manager that's works the night shift, okay. which is really cool, but That's that cool. can be rare. Interesting. Yeah. But n- night shift nurses would be like, I don't want the manager being around. I don't want an assistant nurse manager. <laughs> That's why I'm on night That's shift. That's why I'm on night shift. So I totally get that too. But it is definitely a cool vibe. It is definitely a really um, cool experience, you know, being able to work when the world is sleeping. That's really awesome. Yeah. That's special. So my advice to anyone working on the night shift, um, because it is definitely a thing. People want to know, like, I'm new to nights. Like, what do I need to do? Get ready. Find your uh, caffeine choice, whether that's coffee or tea or Celsius Celsius. or Red Bull. But make sure you're not having it way too late into your shift because it'll be hard, obviously, to sleep. Um, Blackout blinds, 
Super important, super, super, super important. Now, Target has blackout blinds, but typically it's never dark enough for mm -hmm. like a true night shifter. We hate any light, even like in your bedroom, if there's like an alarm system and it's like a blinking green or red light, Electrical that'll drive tape. you wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You'll wake up and be like, oh my gosh, it's a UFO. Um, yeah, so totally any light, you want to definitely block that out. A lot of night shift nurses actually put up tinfoil on their yeah, windows. They do that up north where the sun doesn't set in Alaska. Really? Yeah, because tinfoil is 100%. You cannot see through it. Totally opaque. I'll have to try that. And it's, and it's cheap. I had my windows boarded up. Tape it up. Tin foil. Tin foil, it's easy. So figure out what works because you definitely want to sleep in a cave. You also want to drown out the noise because you don't realize how noisy um, life is during the day when you're trying to sleep with the garbage trucks and the cars passing, Amazon construction, delivery. delivery, dogs barking in the summer, uh, all the kids playing, especially if some schools are closed, you know, due to the pandemic, you know, the kids are outside playing so you definitely want to drown out all the noise with a nice fan or um some earplugs 100 uh, percent. and then definitely you want to communicate with your partner this is going to be challenging yes please i may be a little bit grouchy but uh it's going to be okay it's going to be fine it'll be fine it'll be it'll great be fine it'll be great just communicate talk about like realistically how long your partner needs to sleep yeah you know, make sure that they set real realistic expectations for their health because they're going to want to not miss stuff that goes on during the day. Right. Um, but that's not always practical. You yep. know, if you're working a long hard shift, especially like a double or triple, you know, days in a row. Yeah. Like, you know, they need their sleep. And then having realistic expectations of how they're going to wake up. And also, you know, another thing that's really important and we didn't touch on is me making sure that I'm not waking you either. Right. Not just because I want to be with you, but just in general, like having my schedule set up so that I'm not at the house mulling around for whatever reason, if it's a Saturday or a Sunday. You and know? some people are working at home, you know, because yeah. of the pandemic oh, and you have the point. night shifter sleeping during the day and people are taking calls or on Zoom calls. So you have to be like, very, very quiet. Go to Starbucks. Go to Starbucks. Or work somewhere else. Yes, get out of the house. Uh, <laughs> no, you definitely work in your car. Fun. Work in the garage, work outside. Perfect. No, you definitely have to, th you don't think about that until you're like in it. You're like, yeah. um, every little noise definitely makes a big difference. Yeah. For sure. So that is life on the night. It does get creepy at night. Like, there are a lot of ghost stories at night in the hospital, especially because um, sometimes you won't have transport at night. So when you need to go down to x ray or CT, it's typically you're taking the patient down. You're, Sometimes going down into the basement because you have certain, you know, patient elevators that you take. Because if you're at a big, you know, a great, ho a nice hospital institution, you definitely don't want a patient being transported in the main hallways. So you take certain elevators for HIPAA compliance and stuff. Okay. You know, you would never want to take a patient, you oh, know. Oh, good point. Right. That's got all these IV lines right through the, Where the lobby, see the guest lobby. Oh, I so, never even thought of that. Yeah. So that could be a whole episode. I know, that. right? That's so typically there's like corridors and patient elevators. You have patient elevators, staff elevators, and then visitor elevators, which are the nice ones. And then your patient ones have to be really big yep. for the beds because the beds are really big. And all the IV lines, if you have a really critical patient, you're transporting with three or four other healthcare workers. You have a transport nurse, the nurse, the respiratory uh -oh. therapist, uh, even transport if they're there. But uh, going through the hallways at night, it's scary. It's kind of like when you're growing up and you're scared of the dark and you have to turn the light off before you go to bed and you hit the light and you just run into your bed <laughs> and you like jump into your bed. It's kind of like that in the hallways. 
Uh, I've been in some hospitals during the day, and it creeps me out if no one's in the in the that particular right. hallway. It's yeah. institutional, and it's dark, so the lights are dim, which is really interesting. Oh, now, most of the hallways stay fairly bright, or do they kind of cut it? They kind of cut it. So? They kind of cut it down well, because your patients need to sleep. Like sleep is so important in terms of the healing process, of course. and it always is never found when your patient's sleeping, and you got to go in and get vitals or do some sort of you know uh, check on them, and, right? You know. You never want to wake someone up when they're sleeping. Oh. And I want to talk about this. So what I'm what I have in my hand is the U Nightlight. This was actually designed by a nursing student and a nurse. They have a company called Lumify Care. And it is a light that just clips onto your scrub. Yep. And you could turn it on and it's got three different lights. It's got a red light, uh white light. A white light. In a blue light. Yep. So if you need to, you know, change some IV settings or just check on your patient, um, you could turn on this little U nightlight. Yeah. If you're actually a NurseCom member, you get uh, 15% off the U nightlight. Um, so it's really cool to have them to be able to give that discount to the NurseCom members. It's super cute. As uh, you know, I spent, I've mentioned in the past, um, over a decade in the lighting industry and nightlights were something we always pushed to be in hospitals, but weren't always in hospitals. And this is a great little idea and it's really cool to to promote it because it's a you know it's a it's um, nurse own business nurse own business which is which is really awesome so definitely check out lumify care it's a cute product yeah it's super awesome and if you want to join an awesome nursing organization you could check out NurseCon and you could become a member um it, it's such a great platform if you need your cnes or wellness like yoga and meditation also we have really cool discounts to brands just like lumify care yeah all sorts of companies and an incredible community um there's groups and uh, awesome daily discussions yep, and, awesome online community yeah so you could just check out nursecon.com i log in every day chat with members uh take questions, do a daily discussion every day. So if you want to become a member, I would love to see you out there and you could get 15% off the U nightlight. So nursecon.com. That's right. Nursecon.com. So that is life on the night shift. Um, super fun experience. I actually pulled on my Instagram, like which do you prefer day shift or night shift? And 60% of people um, said day shift. Which um, was yeah. most people, you know, that doesn't surprise me. I guess work days, but some people are like they're lying. <laughs> They'd rather much, <laughs> much rather be on night shift. Um, but most times when you enter nursing, typically they want you to start on nights because you do have a little extra time, you know, to yeah. learn and be with your preceptor because it's not as busy. And that's how you started your yeah, first. Yeah, that's RN how I job started. And- you loved it. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I really like nights. There's some people, nights is definitely not for them. It's not their vibe. So definitely don't push yourself to be on nights because it is a full life and body adjustment for sure. And your health is super important. And if nights isn't for you, you're just always going to be tired and grouchy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You don't want to be oh, tired no. and grouchy. <laughs> but I want to shout out to all the amazing, incredible night shift workers out there. Y'all are awesome. You keep uh, patients going and cared for when everyone else is asleep. So keep up the good work. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. I think we even have some funny stories. Oh, yeah. Let me read right? them. And shout out to all the spouses of night shift workers. Thank you. <laughs> Big shout out to all the spouses <laughs> That put, I mean, that, uh, yes. <laughs> that put up. I was going to say put up, but yeah, no. Yeah, there was a story. And if you ever want to submit a story or shout out, you could do that on uh, my website at nurseblake.com backslash podcast. This story is super fun. Uh, so we had a patient that picked the chalking from around the windows 
of the hospital room. Chalking. The ch- like the the cock. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Chalking, cocking. Yeah. Chalking. So they picked that out of the windows. They completely removed the window from the wall. The patient tied their bed sheets together and scaled down the side of the building and walked across town in their hospital gown at 3 a.m. Oh my, like Spider-Man. We called them Spider-Man was the patient's nickname. Because you do have some patients that um, maybe they don't want to leave like AMA against medical advice. They'll just, they're like flight risks where patients will just leave. Yeah, well, and and especially, I mean, who knows what medication they were on. Right, or or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then patient just, just, I wonder what floor they were on. This is definitely a fall risk, definitely yes. a trauma risk. But I mean, even the window, you couldn't open it, which makes it, you know, safe. But right. that they were able to remove the, the border and then take ow, the window take out window. and How scale do you take, down. You know, those things are heavy. Patients are very innovative. <laughs> and that's why a lot of hospitals, you know, they have security on backup if things happen or nurses yeah. need help. Because you got to think on the night shift, a, a nurse could have seven patients and you may be busy caring for one or in a code or a rapid response. So you got six other patients, you know, that are there. And yeah. some may be uh, removing a window from the wall and scale, scaling wow. down like Spider Man. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. excuse me. Not, that not, that is wild. wild. Yeah, that wild. is. <laughs> And then uh, there is another one. We have an empty patient room used as storage, and it constantly gets phone calls and call bell alerts from it, but there's no phone or call bell in the room. So it's an empty room that gets calls and call because you typically have a board right. that, you know, the call light, you know, oh, like where the call lights coming from, right. but there's not a call light in there. <gasps> That's some night Creepy. shift full moon stuff right there. Right. That's weird. I don't personally have any ghost stories from the night shift. It's just creepy working on nights and going through the hallways and stuff. Yeah, that's weird. So they took out the the call bell and the phone, and yet mm-hmm. somehow it still goes off. No. <gasps> Full moon. Ooh. Yeah, if you ever have any you know stories that you want to submit, definitely uh, do that. I would love to, yeah, we love to hear them. More stories. Yeah, I love for these. sure. I love that so much too. But night shift isn't for everybody, just like certain jobs aren't for everybody. So Brett and I are going to play a game. He's going to get our nice target basket here, shake it up, and we're going to ask each other this or that job edition. So there's some fun random jobs in here, and we're going to figure out which we would prefer to okay, work. Okay, cool. I'm going to go first. All right. So I got my hand in the basket. Okay. Okay, here we go. Ooh, would you rather be a barista or a flight attendant? <gasps> oh, that's a tough one. I think I'd rather be a flight attendant because I love to travel so much. Okay. Um, and you were a pilot and I'm a pilot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm, I know where the exits are. <laughs> I would, my yeah. only problem is, you know, I couldn't start on a smaller plane because I'm tall. So That's I'd be ducking true. a lot. So I don't know. I don't know if there's a height limit to being a flight attendant. It's a good question. I'll have to ask him. My yeah. friend Kim's a flight attendant. She loves it. it. She absolutely loves it. She does it. love it. Yeah. I would... Also, probably, even though being a barista, like working at Starbucks. Okay, I do that. Yeah, you always say if you could like start all over, you would just work at Starbucks. (laughs) I probably would. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, your turn. All right. Oh, would you rather be a lumberjack or a bathroom (laughs) attendant? Those are like not even related. I'd rather just be a bathroom attendant. 
a bathroom attendant. I'd rather be a bathroom attendant. Yeah, and for sure. And if I was, um, you know, giving you mints and cologne and perfume and you didn't have cash, I will definitely take, uh, I'll pull out my Stripe. Oh, for to sure. To take tips. PayPal, Or Venmo, my Venmo. Zelle. Yeah, I will take it all. And if you ever have a bathroom attendant in your bathroom, be sure to tip them. Always tip your bathroom attendant. Yes, 100%. Let's see. Okay, another one. Ooh, a billboard installer or a big animal vet. Oh, I love animals. Elephants? Yes. Alligators? Yes. All Jaguars. animals. Jaguars? Of course. Okay, Carol Giraffes. Baskin. Giraffes okay, my Carol favorite. Baskin. Yes, monkeys, 100%. I love that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of heights, so I'd, I'd have a oh, hard time. you couldn't time do that. No. You're doing billboards, especially ones that like hang over a highway. You, no. That's a non-starter right there for me. No. Okay, would you rather be a, is this a buoy cleaner? A buoy, cl- a buoy cleaner. It's a buoy cleaner. I guess all the you, you scrub all the bird <laughs> shit off of buoys out in the ocean. <laughs> would you rather do that or be a hot tar roofer? I would rather be a buoy cleaner for I sure and so just too. live life on the water. Have you ever smelled bird crap though? Babe, I'm a nurse. Oh yeah, smelled oh, it all. That's like nothing. Oh, that's like be, absolutely yeah, 100%. nothing. Hundred percent. Nothing. No big deal. I would be a buoy cleaner in like Hawaii. Or oh, the Caribbean. Be, just out on the perfect. Yeah, Why for not? sure. Um, oh, we already kind of know, know this one. A, a high rise window washer or a septic tank technician? Well, you think you would know that one because I don't like heights, but I very well may clean some high windows. Really? Cause, yeah, because like we have a septic tank. Did you put the Red X and in? I, <clears throat> I thought you <laughs> I thought you did that. <laughs> no, you gotta put it in every month. I did last month. You have to do this. Oh shoot! Month. I better do that. Yeah. I know. Or else I'm gonna have to crawl into it. and clean our septic tank. Oh my gosh! I'm choking. Please do the red X. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'll do another one while you get water. Tank. Okay. Okay. Oh, fun! Would you rather be a telemarketer or parking lot attendant? I think I'd rather be a parking lot attendant. <gasps> you could do it at Disney. <clears throat> I know. That's so why I was thinking about. It. I go right to Disney when I think of that because they look like they're having. They're so much. They are loving and it. having a good old. They time. are loving life. Yes. I'd rather be a telemarketer. You would be really good at that. Hello, is this Brett? This is Blake. I'm calling to see if you want to extend your car's warranty. I don't need a car warranty <laughs> extension. I would make. I would make sure. I would be a good telemarketer. I'd make sure I'd, you get it. I'd buy whatever you were selling <laughs> for sure. For sure. All right. Would you rather be a baloney maker, make baloney all day, <laughs> or an asphalt road paver? Definitely asphalt road paper. Asphalt road paper? Yeah, for sure. A baloney maker? No, thank you. You know, I think when they lay roads nowadays, they're just like riding on a giant machine. I don't cook. I mean, I can't even make a good turkey sandwich. I would be the worst baloney maker. That's a good point. Okay. Well, we'll stick to The uh, other day, I saw that uh, my, um, what is it? My air fryer was unplugged. It was sitting on the edge of the counter, and I'm like, what are you doing with my air fryer? Not only was it un- unplugged, I was trying to find a cupboard to put it in. Why? But it doesn't fit. Why? Because you got the extra light. Because you've used it once, and it's huge. <sighs> but it but I like huge. my air fryer. I'm actually, someone said you have to make pizza rolls in your air fryer. Eight minutes, the best pizza rolls. Oh, that's cool. With some ranch on the side. I'm making okay, we could pizza rolls in the air fryer. Okay. Don't touch my air All fryer, right. it's just, it's, It looks like a spaceship. So don't touch my air fryer. It looked great in the attic. Stop. Probably get just as much use. Get out of here. (laughs) Okay. Would you rather be a... Stop. (laughs) This is a good one. Would you rather be a coal miner or a gastroenterologist? (laughs) I'd rather be a gastroenterologist for sure. It's kind of the same thing. Coal mining is too hard. No, I'd rather be GI. 
Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I don't do confined spaces, so I would have a real tough time as a coal miner. There we go. Last one. Here we go. Ooh, fun. Would you rather be a taxi driver or a limo driver? Oh, limo driver, baby. Oh, you're so fancy. I'm doing fancy. proms. I'm doing weddings. 100%. I'd rather be a taxi driver. I feel like I would know all the cool stories. I'd interact with more people every day. That's true. I would have the glass up the whole, the whole time. time. I'd just be jamming by myself. I bet limo drivers have some pretty crazy stories, too. Uh, I have some crazy stories with limo drivers. So really? that, oh we'll God. save that for here. So those episode. are all our job. That was so much fun, babe. I love it. I learned so cool. much about you. Aw. So now into shout outs. Thank you all for listening to our night shift episode. And thank you all for submitting shout outs. We have a shout out from Daryl. He said, hey, Nurse Blake, I'm a night shift travel nurse. What, what? And every time I drive to and from my assignment, I listen to your podcast. So I I won't feel sleepy. That's awesome. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. Uh, We have Clay sending a shout out to my nursing class buddies at Shriner. Shriner University. You all are the best and inspire me to keep going. Thank you all for the love and support. Second semester almost in the books. We got this, y'all. SU BS in class of 2022. They're kind of a ways away. It's a little, it's a little right You'll the see corner. the light at the right end of the, the tunnel corner. soon. Uh, y'all got this. Camille, shout out to all the hospice nurses, especially my team at With Grace Hospital in San Jose, California. I appreciate all the hard work everyone does. And a big shout out to all the home health aides, CNAs, med techs located throughout nursing homes and assigned living uh, assisted living communities everywhere. Emily wants a shout out. Hey, Blake and Brett. Uh, just to start off, I love y'all. Y'all two are the cutest couple. <laughs> I'm not a nurse, but I am a fellow Floridian night shift ERICU respiratory therapist and just wanted to shout out to all my coworkers, aka my other family. And then Angel wants a shout out to her mom and dad who are both nurses and inspired her to become a nurse. I'm almost done with my prereqs. So getting there and also shout out to my aunt-in-law and my sister-in-law who are in nursing school. The whole family is like nurses. That is so much fun. I love it. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Happy anniversary, babe. And shout out to all the amazing night shift healthcare workers and nurses out there. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.